Hey, Blues fans, this is Anthony from Texas Blues Alley. Uh, it's Tone Tuesday. Uh, this is something that uh, I don't do often enough. And part of the reason is that uh, my primary gig is making lessons and courses for all of you. So uh, I turn down a lot of opportunities to review gear uh, because I just don't have time. But uh, every once in a while, a piece of gear comes along or a company comes along that I feel has good overlap with what I do at Texas Blues Alley. And so in those cases, I make the time uh, to make a demo for you guys because I think it'll genuinely contribute to the overall feel of, of Texas Blues Alley. So that brings me to the piece that I'm showing off today, and that is the Homestead Amps uh, 1x15 combo, which I believe they're calling the Texas Storm, which I think is a pretty appropriate name. Now, why am I taking time to review this amp? Long story short, the guy who designed and built these amps back in the day worked with Cesar Diaz, uh, modifying, repairing, and then eventually when Caesar started his own amp company, Peter was helping him to build amps. Then Caesar passed away, uh, tragically, in 2002, and uh, Peter kind of kept the company going. He was building Caesar's amps for people, and he kept uh, Diaz amplification going for about 15 years, but in 2014, as it turns out, he decided to launch his own line of amplifiers, and that is what brings you all of these amps. What I get out of it as a player who likes Stevie Ray Vaughan is that this amp by itself, even without any pedals, gives me a fuller, thicker sounding tone that still bites, but is never harsh. And the, the only thing I can liken it to is... Uh, if you listen to some of Stevie Ray Vaughan's bootleg recordings, sometimes when he'd step into the studio, his tone would kind of clean up in a way that made it probably easier to mix, but it didn't always have the same attitude that you heard on the live recordings. There was a certain thickness and testosterone to his tone in live recordings that didn't always come through in the studio. That's what this amp sounds like to me. Uh, when you get this thing cranked and you're standing next to it, it is such a rewarding sound. I mean, it can be at ear-splitting volumes, and your ears will be hurting because it's loud, but it sounds so good. It is a piece of work. I don't know how else to describe it. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to get into... Uh, going through all of the different controls, giving you some different tone samples. And then at the end, I've just recorded myself playing over a couple different backing tracks so you can hear how it sounds in a couple of different Stevie-style songs. So Now for this demo, I'm going to be running the amp wide open, uh, full power all the way up, just because that's how I recorded the demos and I want the, the tone to stay as similar as possible. I am going to be kind of trying to talk and then play and stop in between because I'm going to have to run a gate on my voice mic because it, the amp is quite loud this way. So i got to kind of cut that out of the voice mic. All right, let's go through the controls uh, from left to right. All right, so we've got uh, high and low uh, gain inputs. I'm using the high gain input here, which works best with a Strat. The preamp volume, if you roll it down... Once again, the master's all the way open here. Uh, starts to break up right around three. Uh, 
And from there, it doesn't get much louder. It just kind of gets a little bit uh, more dirty. Right about here is where I feel like you start getting some of the SRV mojo. After that, gets pretty hairy. And if we max that out. Now, something to keep in mind. Listen to the amp by itself right now. That is with everything completely maxed out. The amp is incredibly quiet, even at full gain. Both preamp and master are maxed out. Notice that the high end is obviously kind of breaking up there. But it still has clarity. You can still hear every note of a chord. So if you're going to be using pedals, you probably wouldn't run it that far open. Typically, I leave the volume right about there. Because then I can kick on a Tube Screamer. I have the Wampler uh, Clarksdale, which is my Tube Screamer of choice here. So, inside the volume knob, there's a little uh, hidden feature. A bright switch. With a Strat, especially with Zex coil pickups, which I have here, uh, that's a little bit too much treble. So I keep that off. But if you're running it with humbuckers, that's something that might be useful. All right, next we have the, uh, the treble knob. Which... Went all the way down. Notice that the amp does not sound kind of uh, muddled or hard to hear. It still has enough high end, even with the treble all the way down. That's something that I like, and that's definitely something that's different than, than uh, some of my Fender amps. Halfway on the treble. All the way. 
if you were going to use the bright switch, you'd probably pull the treble back, click the bright on. Uh, next we have the bass, which all the way down. Halfway up, which is around where I keep it. All the way up. So it only starts to get a little bit muddy once you get the bass all the way up. Uh, and then lastly, we have the reverb, which... Personally, I don't ever use reverb because I'm always recording in the studio and I like to add reverb during editing. But the reverb on this, even a little smidge. It's a really wet sounding reverb. So anyway, like I said, reverb is not my cup of tea, but it's there for people who want it. And then, of course, you got your master volume, which allows you to take the amp down to... At that volume, it's kind of a comfortable level to sit beside. Obviously, the tone's not going to be nearly as rich as it is all the way up. But it can come in handy for those times where it's just not possible to run the amp wide open. So again, that's where I normally have things set for when I'm playing this amp is bass somewhere around 4 or 5, treble around 11, and then the preamp somewhere between 4 and 5. One of the last features I'll mention here is the uh, half power switch. is remarkably similar considering you're taking some of the power tubes out of the equation there um so yeah you could get a lot of what i'm saying about this amp holds true for full or half power one other thing that i'll mention here is that the treble knob has a mid boost which is also foot switchable here too bass knob works as a bass cut. So if you've got a really bassy guitar with humbuckers, you can cut a lot of the bass out with that. And with single coils, if you turn the bass cut on, but then turn the bass all the way up, 
it gives you a really full low bass, but a thinned out high bass, low mid range. That Peter wanted me to make sure I mentioned that these are not Fender clones. This is not a Vibroverb circuit. Uh, none of these amps are a Fender clone. If you come looking at his amps looking for that traditional Fender sound, uh, you're better off looking at somebody who builds a straight-up clone. The other thing he wanted me to mention is that uh, while he did spend many years working with Caesar and learning his approach to modding amps, uh, these are not the circuits that, that Caesar designed. Uh, Peter has brought his own kind of design sense and feel to, to these circuits, and he has a very kind of engineering-like mentality towards consistency and, uh, you know, consistent quality. And uh, not everybody has that, and it shows in the overall quality of the amp. It's built like a tank. So that's my review of the Homestead Amps Texas Storm 1x15 combo. Um, it is probably near, if not at the top of my list of amps that I would love to own to play at, uh, at a gig where I'd be able to crank it up. Um, if you get yourself like a... One of those plexiglass shields and stuff like that, you could probably crank this thing. Uh, the half power mode is useful, but uh, I don't know. I've never played an amp where after I was done playing it, uh, I go to bed and I'm still thinking like, I really wish I was still down there playing that amp. It's kind of a weird thing to admit, but that that sound and the way that it feels when you're playing through it and just the thickness of that mid-range... Um, it's incredibly rewarding. Um, I don't know how else to explain it. Anyway, I love the amp, and if you've got the budget and you're a pro or you play a lot of gigs and you're looking for an amp that's built really solidly and can give you that really thick, muscular sound that's kind of based off of a stock Fender sound but kind of on steroids, um, I think these amps are definitely worth checking out, and if you get the opportunity, you should definitely do that. Uh, thanks for watching, and I'll see you next time.